This is Jason Kristoff. This is podcast 64 for December the 23rd, 2020. And I, th- I thought uh, I promised to give a little podcast regarding uh, why they're keeping us out of the churches. Um, <laughs> and it's quite the convoluted talk. Get your tinfoil hats on. We're going down deep, y'all. <laughs> so we'll try it. We'll try and make this short because you certainly don't want to make it long. Um, People need to understand that science is an attempt to have people focus on the visible. Science believes that uh, what can be measured is the only thing that is worth talking about or worth educating on. And there was a time where they studied the invisible and could sort of measure the invisible. And the invisible was uh, always a very large subject of education in our ancient past. For example, what holds the moon up? This was a question asked uh, over and over again, and they used to, there's nothing really to explain physically what holds the moon up. And then, you know, the smart-ass scientists who believe they're really intelligent in our day and age decided to try to answer that question. And they uh, measured, they said that the moon was held up in the sky through gravitational forces. And they could actually measure those gravitational forces and they could measure the size of the moon and the weight of the moon and the, and the forces needed to hold the moon up. And they did the measurement. And what did they find? They found that, oddly enough, the forces that they could measure that they attributed to what holds up the moon, those forces could only contribute 10% of the force needed to hold the moon up. So the other 90% of the force needed to hold the moon in place without it moving or crashing into earth or spinning away from earth, whatever it might be in the first place, I don't really know, uh, was missing. So 90% of the force to hold the moon up was missing according to their formulation. So they just, you know the way the scientists uh, go, they said, well, let's call that dark matter. We'll say 10% of the force that holds the moon in place can be measured as a sort of a push and pull tug of war between the planets, the sun, and very various other uh, celestial bodies. But 90% is missing. So they said, let's call that dark matter. Well, no shit, because... <laughs> Sorry, Mom, I'm going to swear a little bit in this one. Well, yeah, yeah, really? Because that's what they used to say thousands and thousands of years ago. And this is pertaining to why they want to really keep you out of the churches and away from all sort of physical congregation. And, And a long time ago in ancient society, they used to call that the invisible magic or the ether and that's why the, uh, the what they used to do was represent the four basic elements of the world i believe it was water fire soil and i think it might have been wind i believe but there was a fifth element so there was the four major elements of the earth And then the fifth element, and the fifth element was known as magic, sort of an an invisible magic, or what they used to call the ether. 
And that's why, like, emotion, that's why the word E, sorry, the letter E is used so frequently in things that are sort of invisible. Like, emotion is meant to denote magic and motion or invisible something, invisible ether and motion. Emotion means the invisible in motion. So when two people are attracted to each other with high impact emotions, you can't see the actual force that's drawing them together. Love is an invisible force. All emotions are invisible forces. But in ancient society, those invisible forces, how they impact the visible reality were highly they are measurable because you can see someone fall in love and you and you can theorize about it and philosophize about it. That's what they call it, like e-commerce. Uh, you know, it's when something, it's, it's triggered through invisible means. Yeah, your computer is visible, but beyond that, how does the Amazon package, heaven forbid, we keep supporting Amazon, they're out to destroy us. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, little Satan's helper. Um, besides that, you don't see beyond the the computer screen. You just, it's invisible. That's why they call it e-commerce or electricity. It starts with an e because you don't really see the electricity. You just see the result of it. So invisible forces were always known to be at play. And it was obvious, like the tides. What moves the tides? The ancient people would be like, I don't know. We can't see what moves the tides. We we can theorize about it. It's something invisible. It's it's the invisible magic. It's the ether. It's the you know, it's this magical force. And that's how you used to have to describe things that were sort of outside your comprehension and in like working on your visible reality in a very invisible way or how how the monarch butterfly finds its way they all congregate i think somewhere in california or maybe even in mexico but how do all the monarch butterflies know where to go how do the geese in canada know to go and find florida or or how does a salmon find the exact same spot it was born in and goes back to breed and die there eventually swimming from thousands of miles away in an ocean and then the salmon will find its way back well if you were intelligent which we were at one time science is designed to dumb us down and make us believe that these things don't matter it's obviously if you were in the ancient world, you'd be like, yeah, something weird is going on here. Something invisible is, inf you know, affecting my visible reality. And it was very important to talk about and try to measure and try to explain, which is science has done away because science is there to dumb us down and separate us from the invisible world. And if there's anybody that works in the invisible realm, it's the people who rule us. They, I think it was J.P. Morgan said that uh, millionaires don't use astrology in their stock market picks or their patternization of, you know, cycles in the stock market. He says only billionaires do.
and I would say trillionaires use the same thing, is that there's invisible forces. A lot has to do with planetary alignments. They, there's, there, that's why people who are born in March are said to be infected with this fire. That's why they call it Aries or the Ram, is because when you're born at certain times, there's invisible forces. Because what they used to do is everybody that would give them trouble, uh, shit disturbers, and people that couldn't be corralled easily, they would be like, have you noticed they're all born in March? And this is where it kind of started. They're like, yeah, there's something odd, invisible to the eye that really seems to impact our, our, our physical reality. And that's why when they would try to, and that's what the fifth element is. What I'm trying to say is uh, the fifth element, um, if we go back to those four basic elements of of our physical reality, like I said, I think it's water, fire, air, and the earth. The fifth element was the invisible magic. And, and it would be sort of denoted because it had five concepts to it. It would be drawn as a star. When they used to have some ceremonies, they draw a circle with with a star in the middle of it. And the star would re represent that you're having sort of a spiritual chat with all elements of the world uh, that you live on, including the fifth element. And that's why the magic or the ether, like I alluded to before, is represented by the letter E, which is the fifth letter of the alphabet. And um, like as we already talked about before, emotion and our electricity and many other words that begin with E represent usually the fifth element. And people have to understand that it's this fifth element why they're trying to keep you out of the churches. And it's no, it's no coincidence that in Ontario, and um, this in, this goes back a long way, and I could talk I could talk you sort of into a coma and really confuse you. But see, here in Ontario, it is no uh, you know it's no surprise that this the evil people that are in power, which know all this stuff, the government isn't new. It's just an extension, 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 extension into to new areas by the same ruling families. It's no surprise that here in the province of Ontario, Canada, on December 21st, which is the darkest day of the year, so it's called the winter solstice, and it's known to be uh, through ancient secret societies and the invisible ether and the invisible forces, December 21st is the darkest day of the year in the Northern Hemisphere. It's and they used to look at the sun in many different ways, but the sun is like sort of the son of God is S U N. It was it was originally S U N, and then it got uh, turned into S O N, the son of God. But if you're going to strike at a population throughout history, you use the invisible ether to your advantage, but use the dark ether the dark magic, the black magic. So December 21st is the darkest day of the year when the Son of God is actually the lowest in the horizon. And 
on the 21st of December is when the sun is the lowest on the horizon. You get the least amount of sunshine, the least amount of life force. And that's why they call the sun our risen savior. Because if it doesn't rise up, like if it, if the sun kept going down and down and down below the horizon, our ancient ancestors would know that you know, you're going to die because they know the sun is necessary for life. So the most evil and dark day is December 21st. And that's when they say that the sun, S-U-N, the son of God dies in the sky because it doesn't go down any farther. And through sort of primitive astro, um, astronomy sort of observations, the sun kind of sits there for three days at the lowest part of the horizon, its lowest um, level. And that's why they say the Son of God, S-U-N, um, died, and then it, it was dead for three days, and then it rose on the third day. So on December 24th, or somewhere around December 25th, with very primitive... Um, measuring devices the sun actually starts coming up one arc minute at a time to bring light and prosperity and life back to the earth and this is why these ancient ancient egyptians and th there's so many egyptian connections and this is you know i don't want to make this too complicated but i will put up a a link in the show notes, I use it quite a bit, to prove that the people who rule us, the UK royals, are actually old Egyptian pharaohs. So it's it's only a 10-minute um, video, and it was it's a splice from a documentary called The Ring of Power. And the reason these people are ruling us today is because they understand psychology, they understand fear, they understand behavior modification, they understand trauma-based mind control, propaganda and brainwashing. And of course, most people are completely ignorant to all that, so that makes them very, very easy to rule. Even the word Ontario, O-N, which starts the word Ontario, was actually an Egyptian town called uh in greek it was called i believe heliopolis and heliopolis uh, translated over is the city the, some different cultures used to call it the city of on and the reason they used to call it the city of on is they supposedly had lights there that's where the word turn on like turn on your lights that's an old egyptian word for like there's electricity or glowing heliopolis means the city of light or the city that glows and all these technologies and all this information is sort of hidden from the average person and again electricity is invisible and there are some ancient uh, egyptian hieroglyphics that denotes and very well describes that there could be a possibility of electricity uh, being used in ancient egypt and this again is tied to why they don't want you going to the church because when they used to build the pyramids it's the same way they built the churches they would use i think they're called diamagnetic stone so they would have an original stone as the center foundation of the church or the pyramid. And then they would sort of cap 
The original pyramid was made of an internal structure of stone, which had one particular uh, magnetic charge. And then they, there was the capstones. They would cap the whole pyramid with another stone, which would have the equal and opposite charge. And that's how electricity flows. And that's why this, a lot of people theorize that that's why these, these structures were built. They were like uh, electricity generating monuments or they would just give a, a very positive dose of invisible energy toward the people, which was proven that they could make them ascend or have evolutionary sort of progressions and increase the intelligence and the progressiveness of anybody sort of living around the pyramid. Things would grow better. People would grow better around this positive energy. So... A lot of the and all these churches and, and pyramids were. Let me just make sure I'm going to write this down properly for what's going to be in the show notes. So we're going to put up the the UK Royals, and we're also going to put up something called information on ley lines or dragon lines. So there was little energy vortexes, almost like meridian lines. When you do Chinese medicine, if they do acupuncture, they go on the energy meridians of the body. It was well known in ancient times that the earth is a living thing, and it also had ancient, very, very forceful meridian lines. And that's where all the Egyptian pyramids and the churches were built on, these energy vortexes. And if you could draw the energy out of the meridian line and up through the earth, you could bathe the people in and around that stone structure with positive invisible energy and the churches are known to have that technology as well and if you notice the churches the capstone of the pyramid is supposed to be made of pure gold it was supposedly stolen by the catholic church and it is housed in the ancient vatican library and that's so that you can draw the electricity up. Gold is a great conductor of electricity, and it would draw the, uh, the electricity up through the pyramid and sort of whip it out through the top and bathe the people in it in this invisible sort of waterfall of positive energy. And you can see in the churches, most of their, um, originally most of their roofs were made of copper. And copper is a great um, you know, conductor of electricity. You see copper batteries. I think it's like Duracell. I always used to say we got the copper in our batteries because it's a great way to conduct electricity. So the foundation stones of churches were a very particular stone. The stones in the walls were very particular uh, stone, and they would have electrical properties by which anybody entering that building would be washed with a very positive form of energy plus when people congregate they're like batteries as well they exchange energies they exchange positive emotions there's an invisible ether invisible magic aspect to congregating in larger groups especially in a stone building and this is why they don't want you congregating they don't want you hearing positive stories. And I know that the Catholic Church has been subverted um, by the same groups that I'm talking about where, yeah, a lot, of the, a lot of the religions today are subverted and riddled with pedophiles and other negative sort of entities. But that, that's all part of the attack that 
has been initiated against the church, which was like all other institutions at one time, still very good. But no matter who's really you know, giving the sermon or what's going on behind the scenes, you can't deny the fact that the, the stone structures produce sort of an energy, uh, invisible energy field that empowers and uplifts the average person because of how the stone structures are built, because of the way they conduct electricity through the stones and up through the copper or metal roofs. And this is why they don't want people congregating because they don't want people getting this uplifting, invisible, energetic effect. And without communication and connection you see they're all sort of electrical uh, terms as well like you know when you go to church you get connection and that's an electrical term connection you know you get to plug into the other people there you get to plug into this church you get to plug into the invisible sort of uh, effects that are are going to be propagating out of the stone and it's been shown as well that you know, when the sunlight hits this stone, it really drives um, this electrical invisible effect that betters everybody that's inside the church. So I know this really sounds a little bit confusing, but if you start to maybe investigate a little bit about the ley lines or the dragon lines, and you see that all the major churches in the world are built on these ley lines, and that they're, you know, the, the Egyptian pyramid and all the other very large stone structures that we've been told aren't interconnected. They're all on these ley lines, and they're all usually on uh, latitudes that are really connected. If I'm not mistaken, I mean, uh, maybe. I'm not going to put that out there that the Egyptian pyramid is on the 33-degree um, latitude, but we all know the Freemasonic Order's connection to the number 33. So investigate some of these things. Know that you're being controlled by forces that are very ancient, that like they shit on this sort of idea that they, they make you believe that anything that you can't see with your naked eye isn't worth educating on. And that's what science is there. It's the Pied Piper of Doom to lead you off the cliff. And they want you believing in science, not only because science is about poisoning yourself and poisoning your kids. Everything that science has, for the most part, has made for you has made your life worse. It doesn't matter if it's the phone that tracks you, you don't pay attention to your kids, or mercury teeth fillings that poison you back into the stone age or you know the age of scientism where people love injecting themselves and their own children with vaccine toxins believing it's going to make them healthy not only do the people who rule you want you believing in a poison-based science which keeps you under control they want you to believe that things that you can't measure the invisible ether um isn't worth talking about or mentioning or investigating, but I will tell you, as a fact, that's what they base 95% of their decisions on all the time. That's why they announced in Ontario on December 21st, the darkest day of the year, that we're going into lockdown again. And they're talking about viruses and they're vilifying nature, they're vilifying your breath, trying to make you think 
that, you know, you're a bad person, you know, born a sinner, you know, that sort of corruption. And then now they're trying to tell you that your breath is a weapon, uh, that your breath can kill other people. It's always about vilifying nature, your nature. They want to vilify you. They're trying to say broccoli can't cure cancer, but chemo can. So s nature is bad is the main message. And then science is good is the, the message that wants to trump nature. And then they want to basically make you believe all that liaria because that's all they study. That's where they have all these rules. That's where they have all their documentation, all their libraries, and all their manipulations of you and your family and your community and the money supply and the to the toxins on this uh, on this earth that they're sort of forcing you to to ingest or inject they've got all their information from studying nature they want you to th think nature's bad stay away from nature your nature you're dangerous your kids are uh, made by nature they have to be poisoned because if you started embracing nature then you automatically start embracing the knowledge that they use over us so that was probably the most confusing talk i've ever <laughs> i've ever given i hope i didn't lose too many people there but investigate that one video proving that the UK royals are indeed ancient pharaohs from ancient Egypt. And in ancient Egypt, they did, there was a good portion of the government, according to my research, and there was a bad portion of the government in Egypt where the bad portion said, look, we can control the population by poisoning them with mercury. We can psychologically manipulate, manipulate them and enact behavior modification programs on them. Humans copy what they see. So let's show them fear and panic and terror and trauma in the plays that we show on in the community square, that putting them in a fear state makes them easier to control and the good part of the government said no like we kind of like the pyramid it washes everybody over with this great energy we would rather have positive reinforcement and positive role modeling we are aware that humans copy everything we show them especially when it's sort of disguised and perceived authority we would like to have strong intellectual and evolutionary citizens to make everything better they're creating all these technologies we would like to continue this and those two factions of government went to war in egypt and the bad faction was uh, told to leave because they were the evil ones that wanted to use the same technology. They wanted to poison us to make us easier to rule. They wanted to basically give us nothing but negative role modeling, sort of like the ancient form of Netflix. <laughs> so what you think is Netflix is basically old Egyptian technology, the all ancient governments knew that humans copy exactly what they see and all uh, the there was an invisible ether or invisible magic portion of watching a play that 
had killing in it because it seemed like the killing or the negativity or evil spirits would consume the people who watch the evil. So you can't see the evil spirits jump out of the TV or the death-based imagery or the death symbology, but it seemed to really infect the people who watched it, which is what we see today, of course, people who watch Netflix, they're depressed, they're addicted, they have a death focus, and it's because all Netflix is is death-based imagery and distraction, of course, as well. So we have the same people ruling us today. They use poison to dumb us down and make us weak, and then they use negative imagery and negative role modeling so that we copy that so that we're like we're just covered in this you know very it's like a one inch thick layer of shit and dust that that covers our greatness because of how these people rule us and it's the same people so watch the video you'll find it very interesting how like how do you think the uk royals one family went on to literally own half or 60 percent of the known world through terror and panic because they did it through poisoning and they did it through trauma-based mind control and all those ancient forms of governance were passed down through various secret societies and the reason the egyptians got <laughs> they kept getting chased out of everywhere so the good egyptian government chased the bad egyptian government out into the middle east and then everywhere that family set up shop through poisoning and terror and panic and fear and basically poisoning a good group of people would chase them all around europe and trying to kill them and they eventually ended up in the uk because there was no place to go then they they remembered how to make boats and they came over here to north america to kill and terrorize everybody over here so really get get to know your history and of course the people who rule you run the government schools they're not going to tell you any of this and for any sort of curriculum to be taught in university or college, it has to be approved by the Pope. I'm not too sure if you're aware of that. And that's why you don't get the real history, because it's just easier to rule you if you think Doug Ford, the, the premier of um, Ontario, if you think Doug Ford's Doug Ford, and he's not getting instructions from on high, you just get very confused as to why he's locking you down, trying to kill you, trying to destroy your job and make your money worthless. Enjoy that video, and then enjoy the video on the ley lines and the dragon lines so you can understand the meridians of the earth. And try to get to your church, folks, and if you can't, um, know exactly why they're doing it and start educating yourselves in the very ancient black magic arts that these uh, dark wizards use against you all the time and have been doing so for thousands of years. This is Jason Kristoff. You can take your tinfoil hat off now. Our session is over. Have a great day.